0: I'm Marco Werman, this is the world. On a day when the National Rifle Association is again pushing its plan to train more school personnel to use firearms, the United Nations took a step in a very different direction regarding guns. The U.N. General Assembly voted overwhelmingly today to approve the first U.N. treaty regulating the global gun trade. The U.S. voted for the measure, which includes provisions aimed at making it harder for terrorists to get weapons and requires countries to take steps to avoid exporting guns to human rights abusers. Raymond Offenheiser is a President of Oxfam America. How big an achievement is this, Raymond?
1: This is really Marco a historic achievement for the United Nations and for the international community. This is a project that has been attempted over literally the last hundred years and over the last twenty or so there's really been a concerted effort, initially focused on small arms, but then sort of broadening the mandate to be much more inclusive of sort of a broader array of different kinds of conventional weapons. And the fact that we've got a vote today of 153 nations supporting this treaty suggests that there's really widespread support for this.
0: And yet this treaty has no compulsory enforcement mechanism. So doesn't that detract a lot from the deterrent effect?
1: Well, I think one of the things we learned from the experience with the landmine treaty was that once that was put into effect, and, you know, not all the governments in the world have actually become signatories to that treaty, it created a normative standard that the international community, civil society organizations, the human rights community, the, de- you know, development and, and humanitarian community could use to really shine the light on countries that might be in violation. And what we've seen is tremendous change in behavior. And I think what we've learned over the years in the human rights community, is that when we get these global normative platforms, we really can use them to set standards, make them better, improve them, and continue a sort of a a global conversation about good behavior. And I think the bottom line is really that's what this is about.
0: Would this treaty have any impact on on a conflict uh, like the one in Syria, where parties, including the United States, would like the rebels to be better armed?
1: Well, I think one of the things I think if that happens currently in these situations is we have something what, what, which I might characterize as a body bag approach in which until we see lots of casualties we don't act and at that point we then we introduce sanctions in this particular case what we would be doing would be trying to act earlier and when we saw the kinds of uh, carnage that we've seen in Syria what we would be doing would be challenging any export to be thinking twice about whether in fact it was appropriate to be exporting weapons to Syria to the Syrian government in this case you know, at an earlier stage, and cut off those supplies, both weapons and ammunition.
0: So, what's the impact do you think it'll have on current U.S. efforts right here in this country to rein in guns, especially the automatic weapons with large magazines?
1: This particular treaty is really dealing with the question of export of weapons into conflict situations where there is, you know, there are war crimes and human rights violations. It is does not have any uh, impact at all on Second Amendment rights of Americans to carry weapons. And in, in its simplest of terms, actually, what it does. Is it institutionalizes on a global level the existing system of export and custom control that presently exists within the United States. We license all imports and all exports of weapons and we monitor where they're coming from and who they're going to when we're in the business of exporting them externally. So this is in some sense not connected with the internal debate at all on, on weapons, but rather is really focused on the sort of the gun trafficking or weapons trafficking in the in the global marketplace.
0: All right, Raymond Offenheiser, we'll leave it there. Thank you. Thanks so much,
1: Marco.
0: Raymond Offenheiser there, the president of Oxfam America.